How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? Surreal. Yeah, gonna go with surreal. It was pretty surreal. Sir, is this real? No. <laughs> <laughs> Could I have a real one, please? If you have one in the back, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, so I the- figured out. Oops, sorry, good. How dare you interrupt me? I so, just talked um, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, interrupting me. Anyway, um, so yesterday I did want to, I want to share something exciting. Not mm-hmm. not majorly exciting, just uh, something cool in my eyes. Life event. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed me forever. <laughs> so yesterday I actually got together with a friend. We had a, like a social distance walk in a park. Mm. We were two of like, five people wearing masks out of like the probably 50 people i saw at the park that day so that was reassuring yeah um but it was just really good to like catch up and hang out then we also had like a socially distanced meal out on the back porch we had a beer in a samitas poblana mm-hmm. which is a, a spanish sandwich that you're gonna take a nap afterwards mm-hmm. uh, it was just really good to like see outside of my little bubble for a little bit with a, with a good friend yeah because i haven't had that in a long time (laughs) i was just waiting for the story to progress to more and more uh socially distanced activities (laughs) (laughs) the socially distanced uh intercourse is probably the most intense (laughs) the intercourse was the word i was thinking too i was like this is the best word to use here you're like what am i gonna use this yardstick and these sex toys boy i'll tell you (laughs) oh man no that does sound that does sound pretty good. Um, it's not, I guess, as bad for me because I'm socially distanced with another person, like uh, two people in the household, which makes it more manageable, I think, as opposed to just like, am I alone in the universe? Um, which is normally, you know, I start with that, but I work away from it as the day goes on. Um, so it's not, and I'm also just like a homebody, as you know. It's like society was like, ah, oh, this sucks that we have to stay inside all the time. And I'm just like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something's changed. What news? Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's definitely still pretty surreal. I am. Uh, I guess uh, going into our uh, our seg- long running segment, uh, quarantine cuisine. Um, I had primos delivered for lunch today oh you son of a bitch i know yeah it was if it makes you feel any better it was far more expensive than it should have been to get delivery for door oh yeah they, they charge a fuck ton also for the like, listeners who don't live adjacent to a primos you want to share what that is briefly oh yeah i started to take a sip because i thought you were going into the explanation i, I can't explain it if you want to step <laughs> oh yeah no go for it get your bev uh so primos is a hoagie shop near us in pennsylvania i'm sure they have some other locations mm-hmm. but uh they don't fuck around with their ingredients. They're actually good. Um, it's just like a well put together hoagie. Mm-hmm. But like every time I've gone, it's been pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so like really solid. Because I know a lot of places would be like, we do Italian stuff. Then they give you a sandwich or a hoagie or a wrap. And you're like, nah, nah, not so much. <laughs> I think it's like it's telling that we could go there, pick up uh hoagies and then go back to eat them somewhere else or go to the office or do whatever and it was always the same quality i think 
picking up food from Subway and then bringing it back. But like it drops off in quality pretty dramatically. You give it two minutes and uh, the whatever red sauces with your meatballs is kind of burned through the bottom of your bread. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But uh, I, I got the um, the mild sharp for myself and uh, the uh, Mrs. Mango got the um, the uh, meatball and provolone. And she she just does not like that variety from Subway at all. Anytime I've like suggested Subway in the list of options, she's just like, uh, like if you want, you know, and I'm like, I know, I know we are never going to. <laughs> she's like, I'm not starting to fight, but this, these are the worst sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but she actually really enjoyed it. So quality stuff. Friend of the show. Primo hoagies. Oh, they're going to say Mrs. Mango. <laughs> it's like, no, I'll take, oh, yeah. I'll take Primo's business. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's good. So you, you, what did you, uh, what did you go out and eat when you had your uh, social distancing experience? Uh, we ordered the Samitas Poblanas sandwiches. Right. You said that. And my brain was like, that's not a word. Oh, you uh, earlier just riffing in the podcast English. <laughs> <Just> know. <laughs> Yo soy sandwich. See, si, verdad. Um, no, it is this between, I guess, like a pretty standard roll, um, okay. a little bit bigger than you'd seem like most hamburgers come in. But if you go to like mm. a restaurant hamburger, that size of roll, and then in that are like smoked red chilies. Um, mm avocado some type of meat depending what you picked i went with the gyro <laughs> variety so probably some form of lamb slash pork because gyro is kind of a generic term when you order sandwiches it's important to clarify like some type of meat is actually just a choice of meat it's not yes. an unidentifiable type of meat right? <laughs> you're like i'd but like no. a sandwich to like hold on while we spin the wheel um <laughs> You've landed Mystery into meat. spam. Ooh, tough <laughs> long break, kiddo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, long point. <laughs> oh, um, man. Like some cheese and some other stuff and like refried beans, but it's all very packed and then it's mm-hmm. wrapped in paper and then foil partially to keep the heat in as it's being transported and then also for you to hold that shit together as you're yeah. eating it and not make a huge mess. Um. But it's just so flavorful and very filling. Between that and a beer and chips and guac, um, mm. I felt terrible <laughs> afterwards. But in the moment, it was it was grand. Yeah, that's life. <laughs> terrible afterwards, but in the moment, I, I like how grand. you're smiling, looking off in the distance, like, "Ah, oh, that's life." <laughs> These are uh, one of the the cool facets of being a human being. Oh, those oh sandwiches. Yeah, oh, those sandwiches. Those crazy sandwiches (laughs) i've been wanting Uh, to cook something at some point again mm -hmm. make a some variety of sandwich just come up with something where i spend way too much time and money on ingredients for like an idea i think that might not be shit and then Mm -hmm. have it be okay yeah yeah but maybe i'll luck out and it'll be so amazing like next party i have in two years i'm gonna invite people over and make this yeah Hopefully it doesn't take two years. It's going to be that epic of a party, Jake. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Plans are in the works. You don't even know. (laughs) Oh, man. I guess two years. Two years and some change. A lot of change. Okay, five months of change. And you'd have the the Halloween party, right? Two years? 
one year from now. I don't know how time works. Do you know when October is? <laughs> we recorded this in January. <laughs> On the backlog. Now there's it's gonna be fun to meet with people though. Eat food. Start up land parties again. Do you think your first social outing, your first coming out party, if you will, uh, oh. do you think it's going to make a huge difference for you for how you interact with people? Because no, like you said, you're more of a homebody and you're not antisocial, but you're very much an introvert. Yes. And you feel less of the need to go out and do things where I'm like, I'm so fucking lonely. <laughs> Please let me interact with people. And that kind of like keeps me going. I still appreciate the downtime, but yeah, I think um, I think for me. I probably I don't have there's not a huge difference between like online evening socialization and um, in-person, you know, get togethers with larger groups and stuff like that. Besides the in-person ones are just magnified. They're just that a lot. So more draining, more immediately fulfilling. Um, but I don't feel like deprived right now. Uh, to steal a term from Dark Souls. Um, and I think, I don't know, it's 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 been going all right uh, for us, but it was it was nice to have like, you know, board game parties, things like that occasionally. I think yeah, I'll it's... cherish those. I miss just bullshitting with people. We can just hang out. Because um, there's a certain thing about being with somebody where you interact differently than you would online. Yeah. Like the last time we did board game stuff, Ian came down. AJ was there. I don't think Landon showed up, right? No, I think he died. He yeah, might but have like been there, though, I don't know. <laughs> within like five minutes, we're like breaking each other's balls, cracking dumb jokes, making food plans. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot easier to have that that back and forth in person. Yeah, I think a lot of it probably comes down to just like attention. In person, it's just really so much easier to get and to give people your full attention um, and just be more cognizant of everything that's going on. When you're online, um, it's much harder to have someone's attention entirely. As someone who runs D&D online, like through Discord, it's, you know, it's harder to give and receive attention 100%. Um, and... I, I I don't know if it's a generational thing or not, because I remember like my parents, if they were like using text messaging or something, they were just watching the IM screen, waiting for the message, like type a response, however long that takes, send it, wait for the message. And I never do that, right? Like I'm always just like, and gone <laughs> as soon as I've sent a message. <laughs> Well, or sometimes received it. Yeah, you're really garbage at that. Um, <laughs> so I'll send you things and then not hear back. Um, but I mean, back in the day, I felt like it was very much like how your parents were mm-hmm. for the days of AOL Instant Messenger. Because um, mainly, this is like my first online interacting with people. And like you'd add a friend or somebody you know from school, and then you like you'd see those dots. You're like, it's coming. A message yeah. is coming. <laughs> uh, and it was really exciting to get that communication from somebody because i don't think i really had probably had texting at around the same point probably a little bit later um but more often than not it was like one girl who was like friendly enough in class and i'm like she's cute she's talking to me i'm Uh gonna wait for this which in nowadays terms is called simping is that correct 
I, I, I don't know. But I, I just remember like, being like a very exciting time to like have a message come in. Yeah. Do you remember the sensation of watching like those dots of the person that you had some interest in sending you a message and then the, it stops because they stopped typing the message? Yep. And, and you're then like, there's oh. a pause and you're like, oh, no. Oh, they backed. They deleted their whole fucking message. They don't want to talk to me. They're going to tell me off, but they don't have the guts. They, <laughs> they're ghosting me. That's what's happening, right? Then it, the dots come back. You go, thank God. Yeah, you had this little emotional roller coaster. I'm glad yeah. I'm more emotionally developed now to at least recognize where I'm deficient. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, those, those not are funny things like to look back to on. To myself. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying thank oh, God. Yeah, You're so much more emotionally guy. developed, Dave. <laughs> no. So the other day I was telling Dave, uh, Dave, I got some feelings. I'm like, what are those? <laughs> what are those? Um, so according to Urban Dictionary, uh, simping is a male overly catering to the exaggerated emotions of a woman. Uh, that seems like a pretty loaded definition, but oh yeah, it's it's a loaded term. <laughs> I want occasionally I like to pepper in current terms that I don't really keep up with because as soon as like you graduate college, you're like, I'm not gonna really keep up with this lingo because i feel like i was talking I keep saying like oof when i was talking to people after i had graduated college these terms came up and i had never heard of them yeah um, i know what they mean for the most part but they're not in my vernacular they're not they're not in my day to day yeah it's what the kids say vernacular <laughs> <laughs> no that's what we say i think kids don't use that word i think kids this, these days are using a repertoire oh uh, yeah repertoire that's a pretty good one um, reportier mm. <laughs> that's what they do in dota <laughs> <laughs> report ea <laughs> is Challenge there an ea in dota? i don't think there's an ea um not that i'm thinking of <laughs> Earth- Ender apparition apparition yeah <laughs> it doesn't quite work <laughs> earth abomination no that's it's, me uh, um, get in the game <laughs> <laughs> or what was it challenge everything there you go well they changed it yeah challenge everything i think was like madden ps2 days it was pretty old yeah huh yeah they've been around yeah the man the activision I really only remember them back from the days of, hmm, I think like the Nightfire games, or I guess the James Bond games, like Nightfire, yeah. mm-hmm. not Goldeneye, that would have been older, Agent Underfire, I think was still in that PS2 era. Yeah, Goldeneye was rare, like, and Nintendo. Huh. I never played it, but I also don't want to. No, nah, I mean, that's fair. There's if, if you were to play Goldeneye now, I'd probably just play like the Steam remake. I'm pretty sure it's just it's just on Steam for free as like a Half Life mod or something. Um, there's really no reason to try to bust out a 64 yeah. for it. Didn't have the greatest control scheme. I do miss some of the older shooters where like you'd have a couple of friends over, and you had the split screen, and you were just like sitting on your couch mm-hmm. and uh, looking at where people were because it was kind of unavoidable. Yeah, and then shooting getting a little mini tanks or helicopters yeah just having these grudge matches and you'd play for hours doing the same shit i think there's something to be said for playing with and against just your local friend group 
as opposed to bringing in the entire world because um that really changes the quality of matches to a certain extent even if you're toxic with your friends i mean that's it's different than well it was nice to shit talk and have something over your friend and then if they got the better of you they could do the same back to you so it was an ongoing rivalry right like i know i've shared with you and probably mentioned on here i loved having a astaroth grudge match in soul Calibur with my mm. friend chad i think specifically in soul Calibur 3 but basically he was really good with that character and i was playing something edgy like nightmare mm. and then he kicked my ass enough where i was like all right and then as soon as he left i started playing that character a lot <laughs> yeah. so the next time we played i picked Ashroth as well and he's like oh you play Ashroth?" i'm like well we'll see well, yeah. i figure i'll give him a shot you know i'll, I'll throw one game in there um did you both have the game or is it just you were you the host um i think he had a copy as well mm-hmm. but usually i was host i think we had good controllers i don't think he got mad cats or anything like that <laughs> right. i didn't mad cats and so that would have been me <laughs> you gave him like two chopsticks <laughs> <laughs> and a rubber band <laughs> yeah. oh man but in the same way i really like our I wouldn't call them grudge matches, but like after we record, we're always going to play Smash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have certain matches that we do and certain characters that I'll play. But occasionally, if you get like really good streaks on Byleth, I'll pick up a new fucking person just to throw you off. And that's it's, the only reason I do it. It's feast or famine, I tell you, man. Like sometimes I'm just like, man, I feel kind of bad because I just destroyed today with Byleth. And then other times I'm like, man, I feel really bad because I just got destroyed today on Byleth. Uh, it's freaking tough. I just like that back and forth, though. Yeah, no, it is fun. You never know how it's going to go because I'm just that inconsistent. I guess we're <laughs> at equivalent skill levels. I don't know. I mean, I'm probably inconsistent in the same way as well. And I'm incontinent. So, I mean, you know, there's problems, really. I mean, I feel like we're all in the continent. Uh, seafaring jake over here (laughs) i am a sovereign nation unto myself um yeah no it is fun though what's unfortunate is that uh not everybody else will be able to partake of the smash (laughs) what i love like so we're on we're on the video camera Uh (laughs) uh-huh the video camera right yeah that's that's what the kids call it I didn't even need to see you, though. I just heard your intonation. I'm like, this is a Jake segue. <laughs> Verbatim. This is a Jake yep. segue. Uh-huh. No, it's. I think if ever I learn to weave a segue in with natural communication, I'll have failed myself as a human being. <laughs> it's like I'll have reached the improper state of being. But Don't ever change. I just like noticing it. That's all. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, this bullet point was Evo 2020, which is a for the unaffiliated. I guess most people are unaffiliated, unacquainted, acquainted, acquainted, uninitiated, unacquainted, uninitiated. I like I like uninitiated for the uninitiates. Um, Evo is a fighting game tournament. It's probably the fighting game tournament, really. Um, and I really haven't cared about fighting game tournaments for a long time because I'm a filthy casual. Uh, but since playing smash i was like oh man you know some of these names i know and there's been a lot more interest there 
um, back in January, they announced the games that would be included therein. Uh, and this was before <laughs> we realized how uh, socially we were going to be distanced. And recently they uh, released their updated games list for the online variant. And Smash was dropped. Will be no Super Smash Brothers or Ultimate or Melee or any of that. What? Um, and instead they added them's fighting herds and some other games but that was the one that stands out the most dramatically <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that sounds familiar what is them's fighting herds again so it was i know i saw it on steam at some point but i'm re- while you generate a correct answer i'm going to generate an incorrect answer um so i'm going to imagine it's a furry fighting simulator Because that's what the name sounds like. Oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> the, so, the, <laughs> just the, looking the look at on the, the art style cool. and such, it seems in the realm of My Little Pony, mm-hmm. but well, more with fighting animation quality for that of like Skullgirls. Oh, that's pretty good. Like, then. it's definitely a comprehensive fighter from just like looking at this trailer. Yeah. Um, but also very furry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, Smash got dropped. And they didn't give an official reason why Smash got dropped. And other games got put on the docket. But uh, a lot of people are theorizing it's because the netcode for Smash is pretty rough. And, I mean, we've had our own experiences with that, I think in our matches since we're only playing online now um the sakurai moments i would say um but overall it's really it's unfortunate because i love i love watching smash and watching smash competitive is crazy yeah and you can appreciate it a lot more when you've actually played it yourself you're like oh i know that move oh how do they perform that move that well or you might a lot of times I will watch somebody play a character that I like. I'll be like, oh, I hope they do cool things with this character. And then yeah. they do, and I learn about new tech. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe I should try that at some point. Fails miserably, <laughs> but does it, and then SD is a stock against Jay. <laughs> but it's fun to try. And like I watched the um the Hungry Box, uh, or part of the Hungry Box initial reveal back in January when they were listing the the games out for Evo. And it's like, it's super hype. It's exciting. This guy's ordered a Domino's pizza that arrived as he's doing, you know, here for the reveal. And I mean, he, for the, again, for the people who don't know, hungry box is a, is the melee world champion, or at least was um, on Jigglypuff. He's basically the only top Jigglypuff player <laughs> in yeah. in the scene. I know um, he does ultimate as well, but he got his name in melee for sure. In the yeah. same way that Mango did. Yeah, he fought his way all the way up there. Actually, and it, not melee, sorry. This would have gone back to 64, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's just, it's all that excitement, all that hype, that entire scene. And then it's just like, ah, the internet connection kind of sucks. And this game doesn't hold up with that. Or even with a good connection, this game doesn't hold up with that. There's going to be some lag and they just stop it. Again, conjecture, but it makes a lot of sense. It doesn't seem ideal to have something that'd be a little bit buggy 
for a major tournament. You're like, yeah. well, the internet kind of sucked. Oops. Mm-hmm. Oops, we'll redo that one. I haven't really compared it to anything because I don't play other fighting games, um, especially online. But I don't know. It's just it's a, it's an unfortunate outcome. Nintendo does need, as a side rant, Nintendo needs to provide better support for their online scene. Really? Looks at the recent <laughs> episode of Animal Crossing? Yeah, they could <laughs> fix some things. Yeah. The future is together on the internet. So, we got to get there. Yeah. What's weird to me is when you see companies who have done things really well in that space as far as connectivity, um, user fi- user interface, or just how they like work with the community. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're doing our thing. Yeah. So, do you not see everybody else doing this that you could also do and implement? And yeah. people would love you for it. People like have liked Nintendo for years. They're still solid. They make a lot of good content and games. Oh, yeah. And then in other areas, they're just kind of shit, but people give them a pass. In the same way we've talked about for um, Bethesda, they mm-hmm. do certain things really well and then kind of shit the bed in others. <laughs> right. Whereas Nintendo's really good at making video games, but bad at appeasing their online community. Bethesda's really bad at making video games, but somehow the community struggle along the whole time. <laughs> uh, sorry, Bethesda. Friend of the show. Um, uh. <laughs> of the show. <laughs> um, one of the uh, the other things I noticed, this is entirely tangential, but... Uh, um, I, I know you looked at the trailer too. Uh, Mortal Kombat. We talked about it a while back. That one's going to be at Evo. Mortal Kombat 11. And there is RoboCop in there apparently. <laughs> yeah, they've been pulling in from various sources. Because RoboCop is mm-hmm. the most recent reveal. Um, for other third parties, the Joker, uh, Terminator as well. Yeah. But they've been Terminator's pulling... kind of funny. Like they had Alien. So... Yeah. They also had Predator. I'm trying to think who else. They had a, cr- they had fucking Jason. Oh yeah, for the, the some of the older ones, yeah. So I feel like there's like who which 1980s movies uh, have rights that we can <laughs> buy, and they've been putting in those characters. A lot of them have been very cool in design, mm-hmm. but I've been not not been following the Mortal Kombat scene as much. Do any of these really stand out to you that you're interested in seeing played? I mean, so like I would watch it. I think I I, I would definitely watch it, but um, I don't really personally want to play Mortal Kombat so much. And it is like we talked about how violent it is. And it is like kind of to the point where it's almost too much for me to comfortably just sit there and watch while eating popcorn. Um, But uh, I mean, I would tune into Evo if I remember to check that out. Especially if people play Spawn. That's, that's the only one you didn't mention. It's freaking Spawn. Game can't be bad and have Spawn in it. Yeah, Prove Soul Calibur 2 on the Xbox. <laughs> I forgot okay, Spawn was in it. Um, yeah, he was the, uh, the Xbox exclusive character, right? For Soul Calibur 2, yeah. Yeah, which is funny. Because I think Xbox, and I'm not like, who is the most outstanding individual character 
that Microsoft is Here's running the with. thing, though. So, like, at the time, I mean, obviously with GameCube, they're like, all right, Nintendo, uh, who, which major IP do you have that we could use? Oh, Link. Yeah, yeah, we'll take that from Zelda. And mm-hmm. PlayStation's like, oh, um, hmm. PlayStation didn't really have anybody who's like, oh, I associate them with PlayStation as a company. But they had the fighters like Tekken. So they mm-hmm. took Heihachi. They also took Yoshimitsu, but that'll be talked about later. Um, <laughs> so Heihachi was the PlayStation exclusive. And then I don't know. They just kind of picked up Spawn randomly for Xbox. Who was I thinking of that? Um, I thought Kratos was in one of them. Was that a later game? I don't think he's in any, but if it had to be a later game, I'd guess five or six because yeah. they've just been doing random shit now. Buy me time. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, Spawn thematically and just as a character, because I've read very few of the comics and watched the 80s or 90s TV show and watched that really shitty movie. But he's just very cool as a character because mm-hmm. kind of looks like Venom from Spider Man. But oh, then yeah. also mm-hmm. has a red cape and chains and works mm-hmm. for the devil. But he's he on a case for revenge. He pulls in some of like the best aspects of like Spider-Man villains. Uh, uh, I almost said Knight Rider. That's wrong. Ghost Rider. We're, we're too young for <laughs> Knight Rider. Rider. Yeah, that's a different thing. Ghost Rider with the chains and um, freaking Preacher for all of the religious stuff therein. You mean all of the religious stuff as in fuck god <laughs> yeah all the religious stuff yeah there was there was a game apparently it was soul caliber broken destiny for the psp was the one kratos was in interesting uh, psp stands for playstation portable <laughs> i realize people probably don't remember that anymore because three people had one i think that was for- like a big thing for two years but yeah a lot of people just had ds instead yeah, and maybe, it was a big thing. It was gigantic. Had <laughs> it was around the size of, and I could just be projecting here, but it was around the size of the um, the uh, Sega Genesis portable thing. I can't remember what that was, but it had it literally used Sega Genesis cartridges. All right, I'm looking this up now. <laughs> Blast from the past. Uh, what was the thing called? Can't even remember what it was. It was literally just portable game player. Sega Ultimate. That existed for the Genesis. Is it like anything like Zune? Oh, it was Nomad. There it is. Genesis Nomad. That's what it was called. I remember this because I played Sonic on it. And uh, Taz, the Tasmanian Devil in Cyborg Justice. I didn't own it, though. It was my sister's. And I played it, regardless of whether they wanted me to or not, as I was a good child. Yeah, I feel like the mobile market has... (laughs) Not that I've been following it at all, this is pure conjecture, but I feel that Mm -hmm. it has probably dipped a little bit since... I mean, obviously, Switch is super portable, as they show in their commercials. Pretty much. All of the market share. And they sold a stupid amount this year because of um, 
Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing yeah. and the quarantine. They were out of stock just like in general for a long time. Well, I feel like Xbox and PlayStation have been leaning more into having this big tower set up. It's like these are for the hardcore gamers who want to play Call of Duty or yeah, whatever stuff through hard through marketing on the PS Five. Last of Us Two. I mean, that was supposed to come out for PS Four, so who knows? It's on PS Five, right? I don't want to get a PS Five for Last of Us Two. Yeah, I but mean, I really want to play Last of Us Two. I'm pretty sure Last of Us Two will come out for PS Four, even if a version of it came out for PS Five. Which seems relatively likely, I guess. But it would have first party support for PS4 because it was supposed to be released already or mm. could have been. Um, I hope they do. Because it sucks when you really want to play one game and it's exclusive to a console you don't have or a generation of console that you didn't really plan on getting yet. Because mm. it's like a really big buy-in to say, oh, I'm going to spend... 600 bucks to play this one game that seems like a bit much valve index yeah um, it's not that i would necessarily down the road it's just a much bigger investment at the time it's definitely been less of a problem now because there's so much time between when consoles come out like i just looked up when ps4 came out uh 2013 is when that one came out so what? if you How, bought what, this what year is this <laughs> when you came when it came out uh, you could be seven years old right now if someone handed you money and allowed you to buy this as a baby. I was actually uh, delivered onto a PS4. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very specific ritual. <laughs> Instead <laughs> of being a billable cord, it was uh, an HDMI cable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would uh, that would definitely portent something. Something. He's um, gonna he's gonna be a gamer. <laughs> right. Oh man. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to feel necessarily about the PS5. It's I guess it's natural it would happen, but so one of one of the points here, this is I'll just give up the segue is we've got the Unreal Engine 5 demo on here, uh, which we both took a look at and it's very pretty. It's um and I think the demo was specifically showing footage or gameplay from a game that's being developed on PS5, right? I believe so. It might yeah. not even be a game. It might have just been a tech demo where yeah. they kind of spun up this fantastical universe where they have like, oh, characters exploring city ruins. Yeah, they did say I do remember they said it was running on a PS5. Um, so I don't know whether it'll be. Who knows what stage of development that's along? I don't even know what the game was. Right. Right. It could literally just be a tech demo on the PS5. But it's it's very pretty. And I kind of didn't care. I mean, I I sympathize <laughs> to a degree. Uh-huh. But as a counterpoint, do you remember the older days, let's say, of PlayStation or PS2? I refuse mm. to talk about other consoles, apparently. Right. Well, but where you... We, like we Final Fantasy X, right? You uh-huh. had your in-game. And it was crisp for the time. But then when you had those in-game cinematics, it yeah. was way more intense and like there was a huge disparity between the cinematic going on and the gameplay mm. another great example being warcraft 3 yeah uh, the game itself looked fairly bonkers but when you watched cinematic you were like holy shit <laughs> yeah. 
because we'd always talk up about these crazy blizzard cinematics because it had mm-hmm. so much detail and it was beautiful but then you go back to what would work work right something be doing <laughs> this huge gap so looking forward if we could minimize that huge disparity i think that would be a good thing yeah but i also see what you're saying as i don't need things to be super pretty there are lots of games i've played that are very limited graphically that still mean a lot to me looks mm-hmm. at arm yeah zork. Arm for possible new tattoo <laughs> um, classic classic tattoo for zork um I mean, the two examples you used were, like you mentioned, Blizzard. You owned up to it before I could call you out on it. Blizzard, who <laughs> made, made traditionally really good uh, cinematics. And then Final Fantasy, who have always been known for making cinematics that were like so far ahead of what the graphics in games were capable of. Like even thinking back to like a classic Final Fantasy seven. You're just like, man, this is awesome looking. And the game starts and you're like, I'm controlling four polygons and most of that's hair. Um. <laughs> like, do you remember when Sephiroth was burns down the village? There's that mm. cutscene, and it was still decently limited graphically to to today's standards. Mm-hmm. But then when it cut back, he was just kind of like waddling his little sprite—not <laughs> his sprite, <laughs> but his character model—like back through the town. You're like, oh, okay. But in yeah. that moment, it felt alive. It felt real. Yeah. You contextualize it to what's the norm for the time. I think there's something to be said for your point. Uh, getting rid of like FMV cutscenes um, and doing all of your cutscenes, quote unquote, in in engine is uh, it's really immersive. That's probably the biggest takeaway, like the biggest win there. I would say Undertale um, did a great job of that. Mm-hmm. Yep, all the cutscenes were in universe. Um. Uh, what was the, we were literally talking about this monster hunter same deal pretty much all of the cutscenes were just rendered in game because why wouldn't they be um so th- there is definitely something to be said for that and you can have artsy games or games where the graphical style is part of the main appeal and pull or it's used in gameplay um and that's awesome the main thing for me is like PS4 is already capable of the graphics fidelity that is pretty much the maximum I care about personally. But if they could achieve that and not have any frame loss, like if they can improve the performance and keep this level of fidelity, uh, that would probably justify the PS5 pickup for me. I'd stand by that. Because like right now, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, very beautiful games and they mm-hmm. they feel good i've never been like that looks kind of like a shitty texture yeah like nothing stands out to take me out of the experience yeah if i could get that in like 144 frames that'd be pretty good i would i would appreciate that i would thank sony for that you mentioned Horizon Zero Dawn, though, which would be a great segue to something I didn't put on the list. Uh, that's coming out this summer for PC. Oh, hey. Maybe I can finally play and beat it, though. Because I it's keep one... forgetting to do it on PlayStation. <laughs> it's like it's all right on PlayStation. And I think it's probably fine for that. But 
because a fair amount of the game is like ranged weapons, the more you're dealing with ranged weapons, the more I appreciate a mouse. Um, so I could actually see this kind of working. I like movement. trigger holding on a bow. That's fair, actually. Yeah. I don't know why. I've been conditioned from games like Ocarina, I guess. But not on a gun. <laughs> the trigger. trigger. <laughs> Arc shot specifically. Yeah. Like if I'm playing Overwatch, Junkrat's always controller. And then maze, mouse, and keyboard, you know? Right. <laughs> Have you ever played a game where you did that? Where it allowed you to hot swap between control schemes and you did? Because I can think of one example for myself immediately. Hollow Knight is probably one. Oh, really? You did mouse and keyboard and controller? I uh, know. Or... I did controller the whole time. But I know you can switch in between. Ah, I got you, got you. I, I, I could tell you the example I had for one where I did play through with controller and without in the same like session. Mm-hmm. And it was Battlefield. Because whenever I, it was specifically Battlefield Bad Company 2, because I was a dedicated helicopter pilot. And anytime I jumped in the helicopter, I just like grab my controller real quick for the precise controls. And then when I was inevitably shot down five seconds later, I shuffled it off to the side, went back to mouse and keyboard for ground controls. That's interesting you'd actually commit to that. It was very minor because it was still on my desk. It wasn't like <laughs> I didn't have to plug anything in or not, but um, it was noticeably better controls for helicopters and stuff like that. If you're like in a type of machine handling has typically been better with controller. Mm-hmm. Like nobody talks about Forza with mouse and keyboard, you know? Right. It just yeah. doesn't handle the same way without dual analog. Or a racing wheel. That's 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 the next tier up. Um, I actually have a mouse with the ball on top. Oh. Those, those exist. They do. Um, those back exist. in the day, I used that exclusively for... I mean, it was the mouse we had. But I used it for... <laughs> I think Unreal Tournament. Uh-huh. The first one. Right. And I got decently good whatever. with kind of like spinning that to the position i wanted Mm -hmm. i don't know how i ever switched to that and then back from it (laughs) because now i'm using a a g4 logitech g4s yeah and i need like the mouse weight yeah i just have like a proteus core thing the blue one Um, oh the blue mouse i know what you mean well, the Proteus Core, the blue one. It's a it's a G five O two according to the bottom. Um, we have but, the same mouse. Yeah, I was for that. I thought we did. <laughs> I probably just misspoke about the name. I, I didn't want to presume uh, for a friend of the show, Logitech. <laughs> um, but uh, I know uh, my wife when she was uh, growing up, like her uh, father is uh, left-handed and so they had a left-handed mouse and so all of the kids as they grew up there learned to use the mouse left-handed even if they are predominantly right-handed and it's something that uh, she's had to adapt to going back to like right-handed dominance uh, which is kind of funny that's crazy i guess you did just kind of work with whatever you had at the time you're like i'll make it work yeah it can be normal if you're just like a kid. You're just like, oh, people use their left hand when they're using a mouse. I'm not good at anything. I'll do it this way. <laughs> and then that's how you, how you learn. 
it is weird though how like you have two hands you can use them in conjunction together fairly easily i would hope for now but for primary actions you always have that dominant hand the other one's just there to like be a backup in case the first yeah. one fucked up <laughs> it yeah. really do much it's crazy i mean i've heard stories of people who like practice activities with their non-dominant hand to just maintain a certain level of ambidexterity sociopaths um, yeah that's a certain commitment to living that i don't know if i share <laughs> i've brushed my teeth with my left hand before and it was awful and i'm like never again yeah it's it's incredibly difficult there's there's a mental process involved yeah it's like you're just not allocating any mental space for it even when i was yeah. breading chicken i was like this would be my dry hands for putting for putting the egg wash chicken the panko my left mm-hmm. hand because it's like chicken egg wash breading pan mm-hmm. i would you know move that over but even so it felt a little silly it's it yeah. didn't feel mechanically sound yeah like i'm just kind of dragging it along <laughs> <laughs> in comparison at least all right with that point being said i think we need to close out uh quarantine cuisine so thank you guys for sticking around for that segment uh, now we can get to the main part of the show where uh, we talk about Tony Hawk and how it's getting remastered. Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Did you ever play Tony Hawk? Were you a um, a hawker, I believe was the term, as a child? Not, I was not exclusively a hawker, but I did have <laughs> some like neighbors in the area who had PlayStations, and we'd go into their basement and play Tony Hawk because it was just oh my gosh, yeah. really fucking fun. I'd always pick the one skater chick because she had good grinding stats. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but I remember Superman being the only song I would listen to. Yeah. And I wasn't, I was never great at it, but I had a lot of fun playing it. Those songs are just like, I, I couldn't remember, probably wouldn't remember them right now, but as soon as they, if you heard something, be, be like, Oh, this is from Tony Hawk. I played Bob Burnquist. I remember. I, I, I know he was the guy I played. I can't remember what was special about him, if anything. <laughs> Probably that nothing, given how familiar. boring I was as a child. <laughs> Chad Mara, is that another name? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk, is that another one? No, he was... He was uh, oh, okay. He was, yeah. <laughs> was Spider-Man. It, oh, it was Tony Spider-Man. Hawk Presents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember Spider-Man, unlockable character. Um, I'm surprised they kind of like got the ability. They got Spider-Man in there, because it's so hard to get spider-man's likeness or whatever in a game or anything like that anymore this was just tony hawk and they're like yeah let's put spider-man in there probably didn't tell anybody <laughs> they're just like <laughs> back before uh copyright was a thing yeah yeah you yeah. know we played a lot of was it called tag yeah mm-hmm. but you where go every around, time you did a trick on a surface yeah you essentially painted that whatever your color was and mm-hmm. somebody could beat that and paint it over with their color if they got a higher score on that piece. Yep. So if you just grinded over a bunch of things, cool, you got 20 different surfaces. Mm-hmm. But if somebody goes up and does a, a, a board stall, I don't a know. 360 no scope. <laughs> let's say they just went up like a half pipe and did a trick off of it that was like a thousand yeah. points over. Mm-hmm. You lost it. You'd have to go back and beat that. Yeah. So it was fun because my one friend, Chad, who I had the Astroth battle with, played this game a lot. 
a yeah. lot, a lot. He would kick <laughs> other people's asses, and I would just go over to his house and play for fun. Yeah, uh, but we'd get into these games, and he would go up, do a trick that earned him at least a hundred thousand points, and then leave. <laughs> and I would just be like, "All right, I can't touch that spot. Ever. Right, that spot's out of <laughs> out of bounds." Because I'd try and do something, lose balance, and then fail off at like five thousand. Like, oof. Yeah. They had a they had like a special animation whenever because the score would rack up at the bottom, kind of like you're playing crazy taxi or in a casino or something. And uh, if you is it Biff? Is that the word? If for bail off your basically. board, I don't yeah. remember the actual term. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, and I'm not cool enough to know. Uh, but it would like fall off the screen and like blood text basically or red text it would turn red then fall off the screen like ah you failed yeah get back on your board um i don't know why there was that accent but i had i had a lot of fun times playing tony hawk and tony hawk like i had it for so i think this was released for playstation and nintendo probably not dreamcast but maybe but i had the nintendo version which was the least good one which was pretty much always the case when something was released for Nintendo and PlayStation. Um, and they had like freaking a skate park editor and stuff. You could like make your own custom. Yeah. You could make your own custom skate park. And like, these are features for Nintendo 64. Like these were added in a game and I don't know. I obviously would never actually be on a skateboard, but it was a fun game. I've done a standing Ollie once in my life. Yeah, it's actually really easy, but I felt very <laughs> unsafe when I did it. Yeah. Also, first game to use the most record scratches ever. Oh, uh, yeah. Switching <laughs> between levels. Wiki, wiki. So how do you feel about the remaster? Are you excited for it? Is it something you're going to try and pick up? I mean, it's probably entirely contingent upon whether they add multiplayer to it. <laughs> I don't know if that's stupid to say or not, but like. I don't think I would necessarily want to play through the single player again, go around collecting skate once more, like this is Donkey Kong country. Um, and, you know, trying to get enough points to get the next tier of metal and like yeah. the, uh, the events. Um, I could be entirely wrong, but this genre of games has pretty much fallen off entirely. Like of my radar. Like I played this, I played 1080 snowboarding, Great memories of that. SSX Tricky for oh, the hell yeah. that Game Boy cool stuff. Um, and then nothing. Just the desert of related games till current year. So I don't know what it'll be after like 17 years of off season. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel like it was kind of new territory for the time where it's like hey let's have some extreme sports stuff people are like yeah it's cool mm-hmm. but then it kind of faded off as far as the game scene yeah because other things took its place like we're gonna have this in-depth adventure we're gonna have these great multiplayer shooters mmos you know who i blame dave hmm. we sports resort 100 percent market share no one else could ever compete with it that was it. That was done. I mean, I played Wii Bowling and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, no, I mean, some of those. it could be fun. They will need to add online. 
like in some online modes. And I think just a straight remaster is probably not going to be as big as it could be otherwise. Yeah, I would hope they wouldn't just slap on a new skin of paint. Mm-hmm. Just tag it. <laughs> <laughs> Wiki, oh. here's your new game, fuckers. It is It is something I kind of wish I could have gone back in time and played um, Jet Set Radio or Jet Set Radio Future instead. Just for all of the the more nerd cred I could have gotten um, investing in Jet Set Radio stonks, really. <laughs> but I didn't have a Dreamcast. Look at you now. It would have made me a weirdo at the time <laughs> for cred now if I had a Dreamcast. <laughs> Here's my Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Here's my Zune. My favorite game is Beautiful Joe. <laughs> I did have a Zune. We've talked about this. I know. You're an edgy kid. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you'd really want a remaster of? It seems like this is like the year for it. Not even maybe just the year, but the, like the last two years, everything's getting a remaster. Well, I mean, I Final stopped... Fantasy VII was probably the big one. Yeah, Final Fantasy Resident VII. Evil. Resident Evil was another one. Uh, Tony Hawk, obviously, was, was another big one. People were talking about... I, I literally saw a discussion about whether the old Divinities may get a remaster. Because there no. was like it's... two <laughs> games before... I played uh, the, the first Divinity because I got it in... A bu- or probably on sale for like five bucks. I was like, oh, sure. I love Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition. Yeah. Edition. Let me play the original Divinity, and it's not the same. Um, so I'm fine to let that lie. And the fun thing about that is you went back one game and you were fine letting that lie. But the series actually started like two games earlier because the first one was like Divine Divinity, and then there was another one after that, and then Divinity Original said. So it's like, yeah, but... I don't know. It seems like everybody's remastering stuff. There are some games I would love to see picked back up, I think, that I enjoyed around that time. Wipeout. I would love to play Wipeout. Um, I feel it wouldn't be hard for them to make a Wipeout because it's Wipeout. <laughs> There's not much to it, right? Would it be the same, though, if you weren't sitting down? I don't know. And I mean sitting down in Because I remember Wipeout in the arcade. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'd actually sit on the the jet ski. <laughs> so so we have a friend who like has a DDR machine, right? And I feel like that affords you significantly more cred than owning an arcade machine where you just sit down and use a wheel. It's like full body exercise versus <laughs> sitting down <laughs> to play with a, a steering wheel. Um that's true. I don't know if I answered your point at all. I just thought about that in my head. So I had to say it. There was a game that actually looked like Wipeout, and I had to look it up on my wish list. Oh, it's 70% off. There is a game that I didn't own until I noticed that this was on sale, <laughs> and I will now own it, uh, called Redout, and it looks like a PC Wipeout, and I'm... I'll let you know how it is next time, I guess. <laughs> is that on Steam? It is on Steam. I'll at least it's not, do a cursory search. Yeah. It's apparently on sale through May 26th. So if you're interested in a Wipeout-like game that I cannot recommend because I've never played it. Cannot <laughs> confirm nor deny. <laughs> check out Redout Enhanced Edition on Steam. It's apparently 10 bucks, 10 50 
Cool. Friend of the show, Red Out Enhanced Edition. I guess I do like when they take good old concepts and bring it back. Mm-hmm. Like I know we've briefly mentioned Overload here and there, which is kind of the spiritual successor of Descent. Oh yeah, because yeah. uh, mm-hmm. fuck Descent Three, where they gave the <laughs> main character voice lines and shit and a plot. Get out of here. Yeah, let me go into so the mines and kill robots. You know what I want to see remastered actually is the Army Men series. Army Men, Army Men Two, um, Sarge's Heroes. Yeah. Sarge's Heroes was the PlayStation one, yeah. Um, Army Men Three: Toys in Space, Army Men Air Attack, the other Army Men Air Attack game that I can't remember it was probably two. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have really fond memories playing those as a kid. Which means I probably wouldn't enjoy them now, but I'd buy them in just the same. Well, a lot of it's like weird PC games you played back in the day that you have nostalgia for. Mm-hmm. Where even if you just you're just scratching that itch again, I feel yeah. like it's still value to pick up. It's maybe a little bit harder to say this is a game that I would play right now if it was remastered from something that I played back then. As opposed to just by due to nostalgia. It's a little bit harder. I feel like I don't know what I would want, but if I saw it, I would recognize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's so say if they like, remade War Games, I'd be like, oh, War Games is fun as hell. I'll definitely check mm-hmm. that out. Yeah. So, like, for the actual game publishers and developers listening, we have no useful information for you on which games you should remaster. We won't know whether we would buy them until they're literally in front of us. So. Ask the community that you're interested in. They're, I wonder if that works. Be vocal. Because I feel like a lot of people would just like nostalgia be like, yeah, you totally should remake. Uh, trying to think of I mean, also Starcraft and Warcraft we forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, StarCraft, yep. StarCraft got remastered. Warcraft got remastered. Ugh. And <laughs> ish. Remastered. Uh, there, ish. Was, there was a rumor, actually, that Diablo 2 would see a remaster, um, I think, by like Visceral or something like that. Ooh. Um, but it's it was purely rumor, um, not at all confirmed. But hey, there was a rumor hey. from the people. You know what else Sorry. was rumor back in the day? Huh. Star Wars Episode 7. Sit down. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. All rumors are true. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, but it was a rumor from the people who also said that Overwatch 2 was going to be a thing and Diablo 4 was going to be announced and all this other stuff. So, I mean, Shrug. Diablo Mobile. Well, I mean, to be <laughs> fair, Diablo 4. It was actually at announced. least announced. Yeah. And it looks cool. But I don't know if it's going to beat Path of Exile 2 because they look to be on the same graphics engine. Yeah. I think it really comes down to Tencent owns like, I don't know, it was like 5% stake, something like that, in Activision Blizzard, and like 100% stake in Grinding Gear games. So, I, I mean, that's a huge difference. So, Path of Exile 2 is going to be the superior game. It's pretty obvious. Just like Valorant is the superior game, right? 
I haven't checked out anything with Valorant yet. <laughs> I couldn't say. Because I'm I not big on Counter-Strike or Overwatch all that much. Yeah, it's definitely the more Counter-Strike-y of the two. I think we're probably a ways out from a Valorant episode. Yeah, I feel like there are Read. any that you have to try and get the keys for now. Yeah. Also, that's a very polite way to put it also. I mean, also, I'm probably never going to play it. <laughs> so it's, eh. yeah. But I don't know. That's life. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything else you want to talk about? I'm going to hold yeah. off on my sandwich recipe reveal for a later date. That's fair. That's fair. Hold hold up. We can have the sandwich and the coverage of um, whatever game I'm about to buy on Steam next time. Redline. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was that or I pick randomly <laughs> in order to fulfill the promise. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well. That's about it. I think that uh, we could probably call it here. And are you, are you talking to me or to them? <laughs> uh, as always, uh, you guys can write in with your favorite pieces of gaming news or things that you would like us to discuss, talk about. We're always happy to turn people down. Makes us feel powerful. Um, it's soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can join the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. Bye.